Okay, we are going to begin Bez Hashem, Shurim from Megillah Esther, Bez Hashem three parts, because next Sunday is, um, will not be a share, we'll have a breakfast um, uh, for the Chavrei uh, Hashas and the Limer Hashas and Chizuk and so on and so forth. So that'll be next week, but Bez Hashem will have three Sundays of the Shurim before Purim. And um, like we always say in the beginning of the Shurim, that a Mesech Tesoifrim, which is from the Minhagim of Kla Yisrael, it says over there that there was a Minig in Kla Yisrael, that the two Matzei Shabbosos before Purim, they would get together in the Shul, and the first Matzei Shabbos they would lay in the first half of Megillah Esther, and the second Matzei Shabbos they would lay in the second half of Megillah Esther. So Brothers of Khan Levrach always used to say that Avad doesn't mean that they lay in it, only, it means that they learned it. In other words, there was a minig in Klai Yisrael to get together with Tzibor. It's brought down in Mesech to Seifrim that to prepare for the Megillah because if you just come to Purim and try to figure out the Megillah of an art during the Megillah, it's pushed, almost impossible to be able to, to get um, a big chizuk out of it. And therefore you need preparation. So that's why we, um, we always mocked him the, um, before our learning of uh, Megillah's Esther. So the way we've been doing it for the last few years, is um, in Tav Shanai and Zion, I think it was, we began, uh, we, we did it a few times, but we began this cycle, so to speak, from the beginning, and every year we continued from where we were holding. So if you want to get from Parak Aleph till Parak Tess, you can look into the, uh, go into the podcast and to the website, and you'll see, search for Megillah's Esther, or for Esther, and you'll have all the shirim there, and um, it lists them which prokem they are in this series. And we are now going to this year, Bez Hashem, start from the roundabouts of Parak Tess. We'll do a little bit of review, so we're just not middle of nowhere here. Um, and we'll see, Bez Hashem, where we get to. So the basic idea of the Megillah at the moment is, in the end of Parak Tess, as we know, actually, in the end of Parak Zion, so Haman is killed, and... Um, Mordechai comes to the king and Esther tells him who Mordechai is and he gets the ring of the king and he gets base Haman. And basically what happened in Parakhes was that Esther came and she begged the king, we have to do something about the letters that were sent out, what's going to be. So the, the Melech told them as follows. Achashverosh said that there's a bit of a problem. And the problem is, the problem is that once you have something, an edict, that was given out in B'Shem HaMelech and was signed with Tabas HaMelech, so there's no way really to retract such a thing. So the only thing is, you have to work within the system. You have to work with the existing letters and figure out a way to turn that to the, um, to the, to the, the Klai Yisrael's favor. Now, what happened was, way back when Haman made the Gezeira in Parag Gimel, so the Psukim over there, and we mentioned it over there, B'Shem the Gron, B'Shem the Yais of Lekach, that Haman was a little bit nervous about how this whole thing is going to, um, how this whole thing is going to progress. He wasn't so confident that he should just write a letter that um, everyone should just kill the Jews in 12 months. Because he knows, first of all, the Jews, if they hear that, they're going to be running all the way to the to the ministers and the governors and the government for some protection. <coughs> and he wasn't sure exactly how it would go over. So it says over there that Haman sent out two different letters. There was one letter to the Hamaynam. That was called Pashegan Aksov. 
That was the, the letter that was given. It was revealed, it was open. For what? All it says in that letter was that you have to be ready for something's going to be going to happen on that day. He wrote to the to the um, to the governors and the ministers, the Achishdar Pnei Hamelech Velapachos. There he wrote that he wrote clearly to them that they should be ready. So he wrote two different things. On one hand, he didn't want the Hamaynam to know who the, the uh, subject of the, or the object of the letters was. He didn't want to know to, that's Klai Yisrael. But at the same time, he wanted the governors, they should know, so that they're ready to go, that uh, when that day comes, Yud Gimel Adar comes, they'll be ready for, for this war. So Mamela, what happened over here was, it wasn't such a big deal to play around with the letters, because the letters were unclear to start. They were very unclear to start. All it said was, Sidim So, all you have to do is put in one word, To make a little haga in the letter, a little haga. So that's why the... the um, the, the Melech told them that there's not really much to do about the Igros themselves. However, they sent out the new letters that said, so the what he did was when it came to the Akashdar Panim and the Pachois, which is Pasuk Tetz, Pasuk Yud, Pasuk Yud Aleph, there he changed. You got a private letter from Haman that said, No, we're changing what it says over there. Now the king gave the Jews have the right to fight. So the ministers and the governors, they got a changed letter. But in Pasuk Yud Gimel it says, Pasheg and Aksaf, the letter that was given, Bechal Medina, Medina, Golui Lechal Ho'amim, Veliyos HaYehudim Asidim Layam Hazeh. In Paragimel it said, the Pasheg and Aksaf said, Liyos Asidim Layam Hazeh. All is to be prepared. So says the guy to the governors, to them, he taka changed it. He said, you got this private letter from Haman that said it's referring to kill the Jews. Now the Jews get to stand up um, against their enemies. But the edict that was given to the entire nation, and that was the Ksav lahashiv. there was no way to retract it. The only thing you were able to do was to write and be magia in it, to make a Hagah, and write, He added one word in there, that the Yehudim should be Asidim So this is how, this is how Mardchai and Esther worked within the system, and we'll see why this is so important, in exactly what happened, that it wasn't really that they were out to, to uh, take Nekama against the, the, the Goyim. It wasn't really they were out for a war. What do Klaus all need a war for? As long as we have a Yeshua, they're not killing us, we're happy. We're not, it's not our nature to go out and start killing them. The Territ says we pushed it at no choice, because the only way for us to save ourselves is to insert ourselves into the letters that we're the ones who are now the ones who are allowed to fight. So we had to... Um, we had to um, we had to be a part of this war just to work within the system. Okay, so now 
the parts of the ends off over here. So he sent out Harotzim. Um, right away that the same Ratzim that had just come back from delivering the first letters, we sent them right back out. That was also to show the truth of it. If not, if you have two different Ratzim, it's like But if you have the same messengers who just came back from a 70-day trip of delivering letters, now they're being sent right back out to Tumult. They can't figure out what's going on. Here they just went and told everybody one way, and now it's being switched something else. So they went out. They couldn't understand what was going on over here. So Mardchai went out with the with Levush Malchus, he was now a chash of a person, and so on and so forth. It continues with Chalir Ve'ir. Wherever the Dvara Melech Vedasi Magia was a Simcha Vesas on the Yudim, Mishta Vyamtif, Berabim, Amiyarts, Misyadim, Kinafal Pachar, Yudim Aleam. So many of the Amiyarts, Misyadim, and we said last year that Rashi says they were Megayer. Rashi says they were Megayer. We just mentioned this uh, last week or, or in Tfilis Chanashir, right? Rashi says they were Megayer. The guy says we're not Mechabal Geirim when Klai Yisrael are successful. Like the, we brought over there in Tfilis Chanashir. Bimei David, Bimei Shleimai, Limei Samashiach. Because we're afraid that they're not really serious. So now... Uh, we were Mechabal Geirim, so says the guy, they weren't really, um, they were also Atzmuk Yehudim. They acted like Jews, they pretended to be like Jews. And Memele, that's Misyahadim. It doesn't say Misgarim, Misyahadim. They acted like Yehudim, because uh, this was like the in thing now to be like a Jew. Kinafal Pachad HaYehudim Aleam, because the Pachad of the Yehudim had fallen on the guy. So now let's, we started last year, Parak Tess of Yubsukim, we'll start again. Uvishnei Masar Chaydesh, now it's the twelfth month, the month of Adar, the thirteenth day. The Dvar HaMelech and Dosay and his edict now came time to do. It was the day that the Yehudim, the enemies of the Jews, they were hoping, they wanted to rule over them. And the opposite, it turned on them. Instead, the Yehudim now were ruling over their enemies. So the guy explains over here there's two things there's an Ayev and there's a Sainai. An Ayev is someone who wants to do the bad himself, he wants to do the evil, he wants to go do something against someone else. A Sainai is someone who's happy when bad things happen to other people, but he's not involved in it. He's very happy to be on the sidelines and celebrate other people doing bad things. So the Ayiv is the one who acts himself, and the Sainai is the one who doesn't do anything, but he's happy. So therefore it says, says the guy, and it says, It was the day that the Ayivim, the ones who wanted to do bad, they were the Ayivim, they wanted to rule over Klai Yisrael, it got switched around. That not only did the Jews, were they Shilat over the Ayivim, they were even Shilat over the Sainim. Even the Sainim, who weren't really actively doing anything, they were just the ones who would be very happy, believe, to sit there and enjoy the show, the Yehudim were able to be even over the Sinaim. That's the two Lashainis over here, the Oive Yehudim and the Sinaim. So what happened? So the Jews gathered in their cities in all of the Medinas of the Melech HaChashverosh to go and 
send their hand out to those who wanted to do bad to them. So no one stood up to them. No one stood up. Why? Because their fear had fallen. This is just like the Pasuk, in the last Pasuk in Parachas that said, The Pachad of the Yehudim, of the entire nation, had fallen over the Goyim. But the next Pasuk says, But all of the officers, all different types of levels of officers, and those who did the work for the king, they raised up, they elevated the Jews, so there's two things going on over here. There's the Hamoinam, that's Ha'amim, Right, there's Pachtam Al That's the Hamaynam. The Hamaynam doesn't know for Mardchai. Mardchai is in the palace. Mardchai is in the in the government. Mardchai is doing his things. The Hamaynam, their fear was from Klai Yisrael. It was a nace. The Rabbi Nishal made it that all of Klai Yisrael instilled a fear and the Umas Haylam and the Amim. The Sari Hamedina is that's the second pasuk. Those are the people who know from Gedulas Mardchai. They're the ones in the king's palace. They know Mardchai was uh, was promoted by the king. They saw Mardchai come out bevush malbus tchelas That whole business, the, all the cover the Mardchai get, the, he became the Mishnah Melech. They were afraid of him personally. It wasn't so much they're afraid of the Jews. They were afraid of Mardchai personally because of his stature in the government. So they, the reason that they were Menasim Esayudim because it was and there's two things really going on over here and one in the in the those are the people who have the power so it says they were that they really they raised them up they promoted them they were very this is Mardukhai's people Mardukhai's the Mishnah Lamelech all Jews now got promotions everybody honored the Jews in the Pasuk before we're talking about the Hamaynam they're not, it's not their job to promote people and promote people. So what do they do? But no one's starting up with the Jews. And if you think about it, so Rev always used to say that this was unbelievable nice. If you just learn Pashim Shah and the Basak. means nobody stood up. We're going to see later. They killed 75,000 Goyim. The Targum says they were all Amalekim. 75,000 Amalekim. Not one of them stood up to defend himself. That was an ace. Mamish, not one of them. Forget no one from Klai Yisrael were killed they were, or, or hurt. No one stood up against them. They came. You're, uh, he always used to say, Rebrev, always explaining in his uh, storytelling way. But they would knock, they had a whole list of the Amalekim. And he would knock on the door and they say, uh, you uh, Timothy McGuire? Timothy McGuire, yes. They would say, uh, <laughs> so I think that was his Lashon even, something like that. And uh, he would say, with two Yidin over there. And uh, one would say, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, look up there. What's that uh, in the corner up there? And he would look up. And the other would say, Beryl Schneid! And he would take out his sword, and he would shecht him, and he'd say, the kids would be standing there, Yizkadu, Yizkadu, Shmei Rabba, and now we'd end, move on to the next house. So they went out from house to house, just destroying, slaughtering, the Amalekim, the Ish Loyama Bifneim, America Kanais. Yeah? Yeah, I'm saying that this is because it's easy to kill them? Why, would, why did they have to do this? Oh, we're going to see, we're going to see, we're going to see this. So, 
Okay, so that is Pasuk, that's the Nase of Pasuk Pes, and that is Pasuk Gimel, Kinafa Pachan Mordechai Leah. The Pasuk continues, why was Mordechai Pachan Mordechai? Kigadol Mordechai Beves HaMelech, because Mordechai was very great in the king's house. Vishamay Heilech Bechol HaMadinus. She'll say, okay, but that's in the palace, but what about um, uh, the governor of, of some place in Medina number 127? Like, how does he know? Bechol HaMadinus. So all the governors, all, they, all, they all knew the raid of what was going on in the palace, who was there, that's all part of politics. You got to know what's going on in the capital. Even in those days, you had to know what's going on in the capital. They knew now. Mardchai is the guy. He's the one running the show here. So he was. Um, was constantly getting bigger and bigger. And that's what they heard. They heard that the Pshat is, he just kept on getting greater, more power and more power. That in itself was an indication to them of what's going on in, in the palace. And the, the guy says that Yishami writes that the Tzadikim Kvoidim Isgadol Ma'at Ma'at the guy writes. It's based on a Gemara. The Gemara, it's really Yishami, Yishami and Brachis, that it says the Rebchia and Rabba and Rav Shimon Chalafta were going and they saw that the, the sun was rising. It was starting, the sun was starting to rise. And Rav Chia says, that's how Gulos and Shal Yisrael is going to be. B'tchila, it's going to be little, little glimpses of, of light. And slowly but surely it's going to go more and more and become a big Gula for Kla Yisrael. And he says, says the Gemara, that's the Pshat. It says first, and then it's Vayikach Hamas of Sasus. Then it's Vayosh of Mordechai Shar Melech. And then it's Mordechai Yotzam Lifnei Melech Vishmachus. Layudam Aisoyer Vesimcha. So it's a growth. It's been slowly but surely Mordechai's ascension to where he became. Started off a little with Haman being honoring him, and so on and so forth. It got bigger and bigger. It was Hoylech Vigadol, Hoylech Vigadol. <coughs> that's how Tzadikim are. So that's what they heard in all the Medina is that he kept on getting bigger and bigger, Mardchai. So So now what happened? So in this Pasuk it says that the Jews killed all their enemies three things. Cherev, Hereg, and Avdon. So what are these three things? So the guy says, they first hit them with a cherev, with a sword. But not in a place that was fatal. Let them suffer. Let them suffer. You know where to stab them? They won't die immediately? Then let them suffer. After they suffered, so then hereg, then they actually killed them. So it was Makas Cherev. First they, they hit them with the sword and they and they and they made them suffer. Vehereg, and then they actually killed them. The Avdam, then they destroyed their gufim. They destroyed the bodies. We don't need that they should have a reminder that we killed out so many Goyim. So they destroyed the bodies. They did they Avdam, they destroyed them. All of those, like we said, the Oivim were the ones who wanted to do against Klai Yisrael. We'll see, that'll be the 75,000, yeah. Yeah. That throughout, the, throughout all the Medinas. Okay. What was the purpose of, of torturing Okay, so we get to that one second. Then the Pasuk says, Vayasu v'sayneyem kirtsoinam. 
So what's that? And they did in their enemies, Kirtzainam like their will. Says the guy, Ritzainam doesn't mean the wills of the, the will of the Jews. Kirtzainam means the way they wanted to do to the Yidin. Kirtzainam, like their original Ratzain, Shai Ritzainam Liris by Yehudim Batchila. This is what they wanted to do. Achshavra Yehudim Nikmasam Shener Goivem. Now the Jews saw the same thing happen. And why this is so important, so the Manas Alevi points out and he says, or he asked this question, but the point is, the feel like we said from the guy before, um, the guy said in Parakhas, Pasuk Yud Beis, that we mentioned before, um, he says, he says, <coughs> the guy over there was talking about the, the, the Lushan of the Igeres, and he writes, you have to remember, they had to work together with what it said in the original letters. Kleisel didn't need this. They didn't need to go fight the war. We're happy if we're not suffering. We don't need to go fight wars. But again, So they had to work within it. So the reason why... They had to go and kill all of the Goyim, because this was the Ratzin originally that the, the, the Goyim wanted to do to Kala Yisrael. We had no choice but to go and do what they wanted to do to us, because if not, we would never be able to be Vato the Igeres. So that's Vayasu Visaynam Kirtzaynam. We're stressing over here the reason we did all this is because really this is what they wanted to do to us. Now the question is, what's this Makas Chere Vehereg Va'avdam? So Reb Chaim Kanyevsky, in his Sefer, Time of the Crow, on the Megillah, um, in the part that's on the Megillah, he says like this, he brings down, Pirish HaGra, he brings this Gra, both parts, number one, just like the Sainim wanted to do, we did, and he brings the Gra of Makas Chere Vehereg Va'avdam, B'tzarech Tam, he says. We have to understand. Lama hirbu lehem b'yisurim. Why they need to do this? Why they make them suffer? Harei mitzvah mechiyas amalek, da'i she'yahargum. The mitzvah mechiyas amalek is kill them. Now, unihi she'hem ratzulasis kem b'yisrael. So you say, really the guy is answering that. This is what they wanted to do to Kla Yisrael. We did what they wanted to do to us. But he says, So he doesn't seem to be so concerned that if we would have just killed them, that would have been enough of the Mekayim, the Igeris. Reb Chaim seems to understand. To go and do, we don't have to do what they wanted to do. So they wanted to do uh, all these types of terrible things, Yisurim to us, we dafke have to do that to them, that's not our, that's not our, our nature, he says. Uvem, as he says, we find that it says, by Agag, when, Shol, when Shmuel killed Agag, it says, The man says he chopped him up into little, little pieces, and he, and he fed him to the, um, to the ostriches. He fed his flesh to them. And, um, and Shmuel said, just like you were naig with Kla Yisrael Bachzarius, Amalek were big Achzar, Magog was a big Achzar, so too I'm going to be an Achzar to you. So he says also, what's going on over here? Again, Agog is Amalek, and you see this concept that Shmuel's telling him, well, you did this, so we're going to take Nakama against you. Very similar to what's going on over here. Okay, so, so this, is, this is what he says. And then he brings, um, brings us some other Midrashim too. 
Um, he brings another medrash that says, okay, so he says, V'tzarech bir, lama amalek garua mikal ha'umay shiyesh lenavlam. Something about amalek, there's a mitzvah to mimenavl them, to, to, to destroy them. So he says like this, so Zakhtar B'chaim, that we all know that the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mitzavah, to destroy, erase, eradicate the name of Amalek more than all the Umas is because they came to fight against Klai Yitzhak At that point, there was really no reason for them. They had no, uh, they had no fight to pick with Klai Yitzhak. We didn't bother them. The real Muhammad, says the Ramban, was a Muhammad against Hashem. Muhammad Hashem Ba'amalek. They came to fight against Hashem, says the Ramban, to show... Yeah, okay, so Hashem took them out of Mitzrayim, let's see what he could do now. They want to say, let's, let's show what, what he could do. Right, we all know the famous Marshall Rashi brings down Marshall to a, to a, a scalding hot uh, a bath, right, no one wants to jump in, and um, uh, one person jumps in, even though he burns himself, but he cools it off. So too, the, God's, the, the whole world is afraid. Right? We say every day the world was, was gripped with fear from Klai Yisrael. Boiling hot bath, all of a Amalek goes, jumps in, and he cools it off. You see, you can fight against Klai Yisrael. It's not the biggest thing we lost, but they're, they're not invincible. So therefore, there's a special Indian by Amalek, says Reb Chaim, to take Nekama against them the way they wanted to do to Klai Yisrael. What's the point of knowing? What's the point of doing Mida Kanegamida? It's more than just an Akama Mida Kanegamida. The fact is, how do we know what they did? How do we know what their Machshavas were or what they wanted to do? It's only because the Rabbanu Shem knows that or everything. The Rabbanu Shem is the Yedea Kala Machshavas. We show that this is from the Rabbanu Shalom. We're fighting the Rabbanu Shalom's Muhamma. This is the Mida Keneged Mida. They wanted to be Mechal Hashem Shemayim. We're going to be Mechad Hashem Shemayim with the Mida Keneged Mida. So the Avdom was for Hashem, not for the other going to see that they're Well, no, so one second. So one second. So, um... So he says. So he says. Um, well, the surviving are. You know, the Sodeim did they kill? Not everyone was killed. So. Right, because right. In other words, so when it came to the Amalekim themselves, whatever they wanted to do to us, we did to them, right? But that was a new thing. We don't want them to celebrate, they, or to always be reminded that their bodies are there. So it was Vavdon, but. Right, so they themselves. The it's, saw, right, but there's no Zikarin Tamit. There's no Zikarin Tamit. There's no Zikarin Tamit. And the truth is, the truth is that they also wanted, they also wanted to do Makas Cherev, Herek, Va'avdon. They also were going to destroy Klai Yisrael's bodies as well. Earlier, in, in Perek Gimel, by the, um, by the actual Gezeira, so over there it says Lahashmid Laharig Ulabed, right? Lahashmid Laharig Ulabed. It's Kala Yehudim. So we said over there, the guy writes over there, 
Um, you can find it. The guy writes over there, Lahashmin Abed, says the guy, Ushlalam Lavais. Right? So the guy says over there that Haman wanted to be Oiker Hakal. He wanted to be Oiker Hakal. Over there he writes, Lahashmid was, the guy says, is the mitzvahs. Kenegan Hanishama. He wanted to move us from doing mitzvahs. Laharaig is to actually kill us. Ruach Chiyoni is to kill us. To kill our, 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 our spirit, our life, our neshama. La'abed was to actually destroy our bodies. Shalom Yishor Shem Yisrael. Non-existent. Klai's just wiped off the mat. There won't be a zikarn of them at all. And then Ushlalom Lavais. And then also take their money as well. Take their money as well. And once we take their money, it's it. There's nothing left. Either either you have a place where Klai Yisrael is buried, or they have still some monuments and some money, some buildings that have their name on them. But if you take everything, there's nothing left. Totally eradicate Klai Yisrael from the world. And that is what he wanted to do. And that's why also we had to not only the Makas Cherev, Herek Vavdon, part of that was the Kirtzainam, and part of that, as, as Reb Chaim is saying, is also inherent in, in, in Amalek, that we have to do actually Mida, Kenegan Mida, exactly what they wanted to do to us. So if this is what we did to them, this is what they wanted to do to us. And the guy over there says, that's why I'm Purim, we have four mitzvahs. We have four mitzvahs. Kriyas HaMegillah is a new mitzvah, Kenegan, they wanted to be Ma'abed the Neshama, they wanted to be Ma'abed the mitzvahs, Lahashmid. Keneged Haruach, which is the, the life, which is Lev. The person's life is in his heart. So that's, he gave us the Mitzvah of Simcha, which is Belev. Keneged HaGuf, which they want to destroy the Gufim. That we got a Mitzvah of Mishteh, that the Guf is also Nana Mimenu. It's not just spiritual, there's also physical. And Shlalom Lavois was Matanus Lev Yainim. The Peshat is not only do we have our money back, we have so much extra money that we even give money to Aniyim. We could give money to Aniyim. So Mamish Keneged, everything that Haman wanted to do, the Rabbanish paid us back, paid us back with, um, with those mitzvahs. But the bottom line is, you see over here, that this is what the Kirtzainam was, and Memela, the Eden did it as well, it wasn't enough just to kill them, when it comes to Amalek, you have to do Mamish Mida Kenegad Mida, what they wanted to do to us, we do to them, that's part of the Chilul and the Kiddush Hashem, the Tikkun of, of, the, um, of, of, of the Indian. So that is Makaschere v'Herek v'Avdon, v'Yasu v'Sayneim Kirtzaynim, and that's like we're being we're we're stressing over here that really we don't need to fight wars. We don't need to fight wars. We do it only because it was part of the part of the. Um, part of the Igrais, but at the same time, once we're fighting against Amalek, we also do Kirtzainam, we do what they wanted to do to us. Okay, Uveshushan Habira, Pasuk Vav, Hargu HaYehudim Va'abed. Again, that's why you have Hargu and Abed. It was they killed and they destroyed Chamesh Me'aisish. 500 men. So Shushan Habira and Yurgi Maladar, they killed 500 men. Well, the Lecharev did the Cherev also, but we're talking about in the deaths. In other words, before it said Makas Cherev, right? Makas Cherev. But, but we're not, that's before they killed everybody. They made everybody suffer, right? That's, we're, not, it's, it's not, we're not contrasting it to before, but we're contrasting something else. The Eitz Parshandasa, Beis Dalfoin, Beis Hasposa, Beis Parosa, Vadai, Beis Haridasa, Beis Parmashta, Beis Harisai, Beis Haridai, Beis Fazosa. These, all these ten, who were they? Aseris b'nei Haman ben Hamdasa, Tzorei HaYehudim. So Aseris, the ten sons of Haman, who was an enemy of the Jews, Haragu. So to kill them. Nova Abed. Nova Abed. 
Uvabiza Yoda. So what's going on over here? What's going on over here? So says the Yosef Lekach, Lezer Ashkenazi. So he says like this. He says that. Um, he says that. No, he says like this. He says that when 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 nations fight against each other and they win, so a lot of times. They, uh, the cruelty, part of it is that they don't want the victims, the people they killed, to be recognized again because that just makes, makes it worse for the victors. So they destroy their bodies. Except if the people they killed are chashev. If they killed a king, or they killed a tsar, or they killed a general, so Adirabah, they want to show, parade around, look, look who we killed. This is our trophy. We're going we're gonna to show you who we killed. So when it comes to the chashuvim, they don't destroy their bodies. Adirabah, that's a trophy for them to show the defeated army. Ha, look what we have. The Hamaynam, the regular soldiers, imagine if they'll see 50,000 soldiers dead, they'll say, oh, yeah, well, they'll, they'll, they'll be the sinner, they'll always be reminded of it, so they get rid of it. That's it, get rid of the bodies. But the chashuv ones, they, kill, they keep around. So therefore it says, Those were Stam people. But now, you have over here, the ten sons of ten sons of Haman, Bnei Haman ben Hamdasa. They were the sons of Haman. Who was Haman? Tzorer HaYehudim. So now, now, why do we have to know here Haman was a Tzorer HaYehudim? We know he was the Tzorer HaYehudim. The Teretz is that the, we we wanted to stress over here why it was only Haragu and it wasn't Vaabe. Why we didn't destroy these bodies? Because number one. First of all, the Bnei Haman themselves were chashuvim on their own. They were chashuvim on their own. And the way we know they were chashuvim on their own is because they're written in this type of shira form in the Megillah. Each one on one line. The, the, um, the, the, the Yosef Lekach says that when you write an Igeris, when you write a letter and you mention the name of a Melech or a Shiltain, he gets his own line. Any ruler gets his own line. It's a, little, it's a, it's a show of Chashivas. He gets his own line, and he's the only one on that line. So the fact that we put each of them on one line shows that each of them on their own, they were all Chashuvim in the country. Not only that, they were Bnei Haman ben Amdasa. Haman also was from the Mishnah Lamelech. So that itself, they were Chashuv. Besides being Chashuv themselves, they were children of Chashuvim. Now, but not only that, because, we, because of that, we want to keep their bodies intact. Why? Because they were Tzairah Yehudim. This was the arch enemy. Haman and his children, they were the arch enemies. And therefore, we want to show the world the arch enemies. We killed them. We have them here. So it wasn't Va'abed. We didn't want to destroy their bodies. It was only Haragu. It was only Haragu. And that's why later on we're going to find that Esther's going to ask that she wants to hang up their bodies in the street. Well, what are you hanging them up for? Terence says that's all part of it. These were all hang up, hung up over there, hanged up, however you say it, in the, in, in the square to show the whole world, listen, we won. This is what we did. Look what we have here. We have the Chashuvim, not just the Chashuvim in, in Amalek, but the Bnei Hamam and Abdasi, who was our Tzorah Yehudim. He was the arch enemy. Now, we are the ones who taka one, so therefore that's why it says Haragu. It doesn't say Va'abed. Uva'biza le'sholch le'syadam. But it says over here that they did not take any booty. They didn't take any booty. The Ezevlaka has Hoshnikol Taira to fit in. That was only in Chushan they didn't take the Biza. He fits it into the Psukim, not going to go into the little Cheshbainus, but it was of Abizel Yadam. Now, 
Why was it Abizu Lashalku Es Yadam? Says the guy in Kidei Laharais, Shalayasu Bishvil Mamain, Rakti Kidei Lakayim Gzeris Hamalchus. Again, they were, the Jews wanted to show over here, we're not warmongers. This is not our nature. This is not what we're interested in. If you leave us alone, we're happy. Finish, don't bother us. But we had a problem over here. We had a problem. There was a decree that there's got to be a war on your Gibbaladr. So either we're fighting or we're being killed. So we choose the side of fighting. That's our choice. But it's not because we're really out for this. We don't want to kill. We don't want the money. So therefore, they show that we're not taking the visa. We're not taking it. We didn't do Bishvila Muhammad. We only did it because it was the Xerus Hamalchus. In other words, that there has to be a war today. And Mamela, we're not out. We're not out. Uh, we're not out for the money. They took the other visa from the other people. In the other places, you mean? Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't a gay. As long as in Shushan, as long as in Shushan they made this statement that that's where Akashverish took stock of what was going on on that day, as we'll see, as we'll see in the in the next Psukim, that's where he was, right? There wasn't how long to take messages to get from the whole Medina. There was no texting, you know what I mean? So it was just yeah, it took 70 days to get back and forth. By the time he gets all the messages, so this is this is where he was focused on the central part over here. We'll see that they Taka did get messages from around of what was going on. It seems somehow they must have sent with Pony Express many messages what happened on that day, because he's gonna what? They tweeted it, right? <laughs> they said the birds, right? That's a tweet, no? Those are homing pigeons, right? That was the original tweet. So, <laughs> so, um, so the. Um, so that's um, so. So at least here the pasuk stresses because again we're not wasn't out here. This is not what we're here for. We're not here for the money. We're here because this is the only way for us to be saved was to go out and fight, like the letters say. And we'll stop here for today, and we'll continue.